Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I think it's okay to say at this stage of the game, they all lied. Barack Obama lied. Hillary Clinton lied. Joe Biden lied. Andrew McCabe lied. Peter Strzok lied. James Comey lied. Loretta Lynch lied. They all lied. They all knew what they were dealing with when they decided to go after President Trump regarding Russia, Russia, Russia. The origin story, if you will, of this collusion conversation all comes from a fever dream that Hillary Clinton had. How do I get Trump and how do I make people forget that I was utilizing this illegal email server? It's not because I say so. It's because the facts say so. And for many of us who've been paying attention and have been paying attention for years, we've known this. What the Durham report shows us, John Durham delivering the report, is that we were, of course, right. The FBI simply cannot be trusted, along with the DOJ, along with these people. And yet we are going to get told that it was nothing but a big nothing burger. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Let me bring in William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor and the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. This is from your site today. Special Counsel John Durham's final report showed everyone what we already knew. There was no collusion between Trump and Russia in 2016 or ever you read this report throughout the night burning the midnight oil william what did it tell you well i there are a couple of very big takeaways and one of the biggest takeaways is what a destructive vicious um uh, damaging person hillary clinton is to our political process this russia collusion thing didn't only damage trump he won the 2016 election anyway, despite this. Think how big a victory he might have had without it. But it really froze and paralyzed the country politically for over four years. Uh, the damage Hillary Clinton's campaign did uh, was so tremendous to this nation. Uh, and I think that to some extent, while it's being highlighted by a lot of the news coverage, they're not really doing it personal to Hillary, and it needs to be. She really is possibly the uh, most destructive politician we've certainly had in this century uh, in recent memory. The manipulation that she uh, perpetrated here is so horrible, uh, not for what it did to Donald Trump. I mean, that's bad enough, but what it did to our nation and we're at each other's throats yep. 
because of what Hillary Clinton did. And she needs to be roundly condemned. And she's not getting a fraction of the criticism that she deserves. So that's let's take, let's take two steps yeah. back, sir, because you bring up a point that I think is incredibly important, regardless of politics. Um, look at what these last four years have done to the nation, have done to us. This was perpetrated upon us. Trump will take it, of course, personally, and he's not wrong to do so, but it would be out of control. It would be an, an obscene thought almost to think that we aren't the victims of this. But as you're discussing, I'd like for you to break it down. You do so over at legalinsurrection.com, your site. This entire conversation about Trump and the Russians comes from a Hillary Clinton and Clinton campaign fever dream that, hey, how can we put this together? Based on the report, how did they put that together? Yeah, I mean, it was done through, it was made up. I mean, it was uh, fabricated. It was not even based on any real sourcing in the so-called Steele dossier. And it was completely concocted by Hillary Clinton paid operatives. That's how it happened. Uh, the, so, you know, that's my first takeaway. The second takeaway is what you've pointed out. Uh, the FBI and the federal government played a supportive role in this. Remember that the FBI, according to the Durham report, knew that this was a hoax, knew that there was no evidence to support it, but allowed it to percolate. And then they briefed the senior Obama administration officials about this. Uh, the report seems to indicate, including Obama, although it's a little unclear from the report, at least that I remember, whether it was face to face with him or through others to him. But clearly he was aware of it. And so was his whole administration. And they allowed this to happen. And they said nothing. They allowed people to report that they're investigating and said nothing. They were they were co-conspirators here. The Obama administration was fully on board with this because if they weren't fully on board with it, they would have said something that there's nothing there. Uh, and, and then you see James Comey and the others then using these Russia allegations in the Steele dossier to try to set up Trump. Remember, <clears throat> the then director of the FBI went to the White House a day or two after Trump took office to meet with him, to set him up, to give CNN an excuse to run the dossier. Uh, so uh, this was a, a, a really a fraud perpetrated by the Hillary Clinton campaign with the cooperation of the Department of Justice and the FBI. So that's, you know, takeaway number two. And the, the federal government uh, colluded here to... Uh, interfere in an election and then to paralyze a president over things they knew had no basis. So that's takeaway number two. I think the use of the word colluded is 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 a good one. I want to share this with you. Uh, I, I know that you're giving your commentaries and we're going to see a lot more of you in the, in the coming days. Uh, this was Jonathan Turley on Fox uh, just the other day. Uh, listen to this. No, it's really otherworldly. You know, the New York Times got a Pulitzer for a story that was debunked, a story that was put into the media by the Clinton campaign based on a dossier funded by the Clinton campaign. Uh, the New York Post revealed what turned out to be a true story, the Hunter Biden laptop, mm -hmm. and they, of course, will not get the Pulitzer. <laughs> and the question is, at what point do we have a de facto is state media. You know, it has all of the elements, all the practices that you see with a state media. The only difference is that this is by consent rather than coercion. And it's. I thought that was a rather solid take. But what I didn't know is if there is on the legal side 
um, something that can be done regarding how media worked uh, this story and is there something that could be done regarding how the federal government how the fbi the doj the obama white house others work this story is this just another one of those things of yeah that happened it's horrible oh well what can you do well i'm not sure there's anything that legally can be done and i think that it, jonathan turley points out what to me is takeaway number three is <clears throat> the media. The media so hated Trump that they interfered in our election. They manipulated our political process and they did it as a group with only a handful of exceptions. And those handful of exceptions were demonized and ostracized and deplatformed. Uh, so you have Hillary Clinton, you have the federal government, and you have the mainstream corporate media. Uh, completely manipulating our process. And I think you put those three three things together and that's the most depressing side, which is that what Russia collusion has, hoax has exposed is a, a deep corruption in our political process. One that really, I think, shattered a lot of people's faith in the political process. And that really, I think, is why you have the toxic politics that we have now. now. Of course, the corporate media tries to portray it as it's always, you know, conservatives react to or right. conservatives jump on or no. seize that. Yes, seize was the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> the conservatives seize. Um, but no, I mean, there are not enough bad words that can be said against about our mainstream corporate media. They are corrupt to the core. They are manipulative to the core. They are dishonest to the core. Occasionally, as Rush used to say, they do random acts of real journalism. So even the New York Times is capable of excellent journalism, but they're also capable and very experienced and expert at manipulating the political process. When the Durham report came out, the first thing I read, only because I Googled it, and of course, New York Times comes to the top, so I clicked on the New York Times story, and they're still manipulating the process. After reading that story, it's, oh, no big deal, no biggie, some things happened, didn't really affect anything, let's move on. That was the New York Times story. Now, credit to ABC News and some others, they actually wrote up what happened here. Uh, and did a good job at it. But the New York Times is still manipulating the political process. Uh, and, and that's really a frightening thing about what our country has become. I don't know if it's, we've become that or it's now been exposed, but the, the way the political process is manipulated by the, the left wing, which includes the New York Times um, in the country, is really astounding. And all they all we want to hear about is Russian interference in the election because they bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of ads in Facebook in 2016. Remember how much we heard about that? And then all of the sudden we find out that there was a collusion across the democratic political spectrum, uh, which dwarfed anything Russia did a thousand or a million times over. Uh, and that's just being swept under the rug. So I think the damage that's been done is long lasting. It tears at the fabric of our society. And it was caused by Hillary Clinton, the federal government and the mainstream corporate media all acting in unison. You know, you brought up something interesting talking to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind the legal insurrection dot com. Uh, you don't know uh, if this just exposes them or, or proves them guilty. Uh, I believe the answer is is, is yes. It, it, but I think that the 
the question that comes from within that is, is this now who we are? Is this the way it is? Well, why would I think, uh, Professor Jacobson, that this isn't the way they are? How how does one I mean, I'm asking you a political question. I don't often do that, but I, I figure you're here. I might as well. How do you expect anybody to actually trust an election again when this is the lengths to which they will go? And before you answer that question, let me preface it with something that Asa Hutchinson said, uh, the former governor of Arkansas, Republican running for president, clearly running on the never Trump concept. Listen to this. The problem, what we'll see is that Donald Trump will use this as a means to undermine all of law enforcement, use it as a means to undermine uh, our institutions that are so important uh, in our justice system. Uh It's going to be Trump who uses this to (laughs) undermine the the DOJ and the FBI when it's the DOJ and the FBI that went about undermining us. The, the, the American, the American people, there's a, there's a real question here about if this is the way it is, how does one have faith again? Well, I think that's a problem. And I think to, to blame Trump for what was perpetrated on him by Hillary, the FBI, the DOJ and the mainstream media is absurd. You don't have to like him or dislike him, but he along with the country was the victim here. The victim are not the people being exposed it's the the fact that they did these things that are now being exposed. So I think that's ridiculous. I think that, you know, there's nothing I don't think legally that can be done. It has to be a political solution. I mean, you know, there has to be a cleaning of house throughout the federal government, um, similar to what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida with the bureaucracies there. Um, and Donald Trump tried to do a little bit of when he was president, didn't get very far. Uh, you know, so I think that, you know, if Republicans ever want to change this situation, you need to put in the White House somebody who has both the skill and the willingness to take on the bureaucracies. And you need a Republican Senate and House to get it done, because otherwise you're absolutely right. We're at a stage in our political life in this country where it is very hard for anyone to make a difference you know, because of this manipulation that's still in place. And so I think that that's really damaging to our society. And I think a cleaning of house at the federal level is absolutely needed. Before I I let you go, the concept of criminality, as you've read the Durham report here, is there anybody who should be sued? Is there anybody who, uh, if you had a different administration, uh, should be prosecuted? Is there anything civilly uh, that can happen? Does Trump have room for a defamation case anywhere? Oh, Dominion voting can do it, but Trump can't do it. Is there anything that read that made you say, oh, if I was their lawyer, here's where I'd be exploiting it? Well, I think there were clearly defamatory statements made over the years about Trump. Um, he chose not to sue on them, probably would have had a very difficult time winning because he's such a political figure. Uh, so, I, you know, the whole the uh, alpha server was nonsense. Uh, but you have, you know, a very high level to prove for a public figure uh, that the 
people knew it was false when they said it or at least recklessly disregarded the truth. But when the New York Times and the media are all presenting a fabricated version of history, can you blame really people or can you show a reckless disregard when they go along with that? So I think it's very tough. You have statute of limitations problems. I mean, Dominion is a whole different thing. Um, I don't think that ever should have gotten to trial. I, you know, I think that was a travesty, those uh, rulings by the court. Uh, and then for whatever its reason, Fox settled it for an enormous amount of money. But I don't think they're really you can compare one to the other. One was a corruption of the political process. And that's what happened to Trump uh, because of this co this collusion over his fabricated collusion, uh, whereas a private defamation case by a company, I think, is not really a great analogy. So I think that Republicans have to show a backbone and a willingness to clean house. Asa Hutchison, based on the comments that you just played, clearly doesn't have that that attitude. Right. Uh, you know, and I think Republicans need to decide not only who can win, that's a big issue, because if we lose another four years of this, you know, with Joe Biden, because Team Obama is still running the show in the Biden. Absolutely. Four years. So Republicans need to decide not only who do they like more, but who do they think can win? But also part of that is if that person does win, are they actually going to get the job done? Because as we saw with Trump's 2016 administration, he was incapable of taking on the bureaucracy. Now, I don't know that anybody could have done a better job because a lot of what we now know about the bureaucracy was not exposed. It is now. So, yes, this is going to bleed right into the Republican primaries and the presidential campaign, and it should. William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. I appreciate you taking the time. There is much more to get to. I'm Tony Katz.